0: So here we are. In some ways, we've come full circle in this conversation. We started out talking about the inevitability of bias in the judicial system, and now we've come right back to it. But this time, with a deeper understanding of where we started, Mr. Gottlieb, an experienced public defender, has become so familiar with the presence of bias that he even goes so far as to talk about leveraging what he calls positive bias, or even, as odd as this may sound, simply bias towards the notion of a fair trial. And so, if the bias in the judicial system is unavoidable, it makes it easier for us to understand why people like my friend Peter, someone who believes in the power of artificial intelligence and robots, is excited by the possibility of algorithms to help remove some of that human bias from the legal system. And he makes a pretty compelling argument on the power of algorithms, as they can process data faster and in larger quantities, much faster than our human judges. But with all of these advantages, there are some serious risks with using this technology. And Asaf points out two really important ones. The first is that this faster processing time is not necessarily the same thing as efficiency, and that this technology introduces a strange and unforeseen mechanical bias. The second is that while this kind of software can pull up relevant precedents in record time, it creates false associations, or opinions that weren't anticipated by its programmers, And when it comes to making life or death decisions, as Asaf points out, maybe we should prefer to accept a biased human decision rather than risk the meaningless bias of a computer program. Because at least with human judges, we can elect them and therefore hold them accountable. And there's one more thing. As Mr. Gottlieb points out, the same algorithms that are designed to remove some degree of human bias are themselves created by humans who inevitably, whether it be subconsciously or otherwise, encode and pass along their own biases. And so, strangely and even somewhat ironically, this attempt to unpack the inner workings and hidden risks of sentencing algorithms has led us to a deeper understanding of the paradox and seeming inescapability of human bias itself. The case of Eric Loomis has not been heard, but cases like his are popping up all over the country, in cities like Los Angeles and Chicago, and as cases like Loomis's are multiplying, so are the questions about the legal and ethical implications of using such artificial intelligent technology. And the question that I keep asking myself is, what is going to happen next? Will it force us to take a good, long look at our own system and about the pervasive bias that has always been there? Only time will tell. In other news, if I can be honest for a second, I have no idea how to end this podcast. I tried to think of some kind of artsy and dramatic conclusion, but I realized the very idea that we're talking about, artificial intelligence and sentencing algorithms, This idea cannot be concluded because it will never stop in the sense that technology will continue to evolve and we will continue to try and catch up with it. There isn't really a way to conclude this conversation because we're not done having it. So I guess, don't consider this a goodbye. Consider it more of a see you later.